Hello, everyone, and welcome to Global Newsmaker Focus. Every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Global Radio Alliance, you will hear guests from a wide spectrum of fields talking about current events and developments that affect our world. Together, let's analyze the latest news and developments on Global Newsmaker Focus every Friday night at 8 p.m. And now, I give you your host for Global Newsmaker Focus, Patrice Sheridan. Welcome, everyone, to this January 4th, 2019 edition of Global Newsmaker Focus on your contact for Alternative Talk Radio, KGRARadio.com. This is Patrice Sheridan speaking. Our show producer, Bill, may join us for this program. Our featured guest for this edition of Global Newsmaker Focus is Milton Thomas Flightus. Milton's website is godtype.com. Our guest's bio details. Milton Thomas Flightus, founder of the Supernatural Research Institute and Godtype, has been writing online essays, reports, and visual essays for more than 16 years at godtype.com and supernaturalresearch.com. Milton and his research partner have termed their primary research God type. It is the Rosetta Stone discovery leading to dozens of broken biblical time codes. They have focused on one, the secular science of human cognition and modern personality theory. Two, the ancient Judeo-Christian scriptures and their teachings on the Holy Trinity. And three, the science and philosophy of time and encompassing a study of time. The findings reflect this comprehensive focus, speak to the eras of empires and history and key human events, and confirm the relevance and accuracy of the ancient Hebraic and Christian scriptures. The findings show the linkage of humanity, time and space, earth, and its ancient Judeo and Christian scriptures. Milton is an architect and engineering designer and engineer by trade. He got sidetracked in 1986, opening one of the pioneering 3D animation studios, Infinity Design Studios in Burbank, California. He has been in 3D computer modeling and engineering since the 80s, since the very beginning of that industry. Milton formerly owned and was the principal of a computer company. His company consulted, including teaching, training, and production with all the major film studios. Yet it was the 3D reverse engineering of the original Mars lander for JPL NASA that was his favorite project. Mars remains a fascinating research subject for Milton. Milton's website again, is godtype.com. Milton, thank you for joining us to discuss your latest research and findings. Thank, thank you for having me, Patrice. Um, um, you know, last time um, we spoke, um, we were talking about ha- finding new, new discoveries, and I always, um, we've been going back and, and going over all our research, and there were actually some amazing um, new things that did pop up. I always think we're done with this research, but things keep showing up. And again, thank you for having me on. You're the only person other than um, the late Kevin Smith who recognized the God type um, research and our work. 
and um, I appreciate the opportunity to share this stuff with your audience. Thank you. Always a pleasure to interview you. And again, Kevin Smith was such a wonderful uh, media host. God bless that gentleman. He's with the Saints now. Uh, Oh, yes. I know that for certain. For certain, yes. Now, uh, Milton, in past interviews, it has been so interesting for you to explain the broken time codes of your God-type research. For our listeners, it would be great if you reviewed and gave a synopsis of the two different God-type timelines. Um, You had mentioned the 100-year or 50-50 father-son jubilee cycles that go from 1929 to 2029 and on and on back in time and your number two the 520 year many many take out parsing cycles of king's timeline please we can't wait to hear these details all right um cool i'll try to um explain or just sort of a synopsis it's hard there's god type is for your audience, a very simple, childlike understanding of time and space. But it is very vast, and so that's why a person like me sometimes has a difficult time explaining it, and why I've used illustrations on our website to try to show people what these timelines mean. Um, I want people to understand, number one, our last interview, you had so many great questions. We were able to go over every broken time code. And so this time we um, want to just go briefly through them and then give some new information on, on what, what I believe they actually um, represent. So um, as we God type initially was the simple abstract understanding that cognitive science was teaching the Holy Trinity of Judeo-Christian philosophy. This is clear as day for people. The 16 personality types represent the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and they are broken down into four types. If we study, um, if we study history and theologians throughout the last 2,000 years of Christian history, all of them always call the Trinity a fourfold Trinity because it is the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and then you have the Trinity always acting as one. It's a fourfold Trinity. Um, Christian philosophy merges with other philosophies when we understand this. We are not going occult. We are just simply, I'm simply repeating what um, some greats like Calvin and theologians throughout all history have always explained this. Um, those 16 types, they represent the Father, the Son, the Spirit. Their names are exact. Let me just, I've never done this before. Let me see if I can read the 16 types the way I wrote it out on the day we made the discovery. Um, And I'm just going to read one small part from our website. Excellent. Yeah, okay. These teachings um, make it clear that God the Father, Yahweh, is Spirit, Israel's provider, the ESFJ temperament, and protector, the inspector of our lives, and the supervisor of all our affairs. God the Son, the Messiah, is our Redeemer, the healer, the ENFJ, the teacher, the INFJ, the mighty counselor, and the champion over death, as well as a future battle with the adversary, paradoxically already won on a cross at Calvary. God the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, Raha Kodesh, of, of the ancient Israelites, is our helper, 
the promoter of the Holy Scriptures, the composer of life on planet Earth, the performer of miracles who crafts each and every one of us within the womb. And yet every miracle spoken of in Genesis includes all three of these beings. Working in unison, these three persons are one, the Holy Spirit the, or the Trinity, the, the inventor of the universe, the architect, the mastermind of our earth, who marshaled every available resource, both physical and angelic, during the most incredible project of all eternity that we are taught in the creation story. What I just did was give the 16 names given by David Kiersey of the 16 personality types. Um, I mentioned some of the four-letter codes. That's a different way of looking at it, but it doesn't matter how we see it. Those 16 names, those four temperaments, represent the Holy Trinity. And the, the initial God-type time code broken was the 100-year cycles. The 100-year cycles, we came to realize, were simply two 50-year cycles of Jubilee cycles. Um, this is taught in the Bible, and it was, and it was first begun right after, um, right after the Exodus. Um, in, in, in Numbers, I believe it, it explains that the, the, the Israelites were taught to begin counting off. This is 3,640 years ago. God tells the Israelites, begin counting off a 50-year jubilee cycle when you arrive in Jerusalem. Little did they know they would not arrive in Jerusalem for another 40 years. They were lost in the desert. And, and at that point, that moment, when they arrived in Jerusalem, I call this sort of the Jerusalem clock, a clock began to time down. 3,640 years ago minus those 40 years is a 3,600-year time clock that brings us up to modern day. And those 50-year jubilees that were first mentioned, um, I believe it was Exodus where it was mentioned, um, began counting down, and God type cracked the code that these 50-year jubilees run, one jubilee is a father-type jubilee, um, and, and I have to mention this quickly, though we've gone over it in past interviews, the SJs, the father types on earth, look backwards in time. Um, the, the intuitive feelers look forward, this, the, the spirit SP personality types, they live in the moment, and the intuitive thinkers and the rationals, they tend to see time from above, sort of a Holy Spirit from heaven view of time, whereas the SPs on earth, both Holy Spirit types, view time very grounded, grounded on the earth, within the center of time. You know, they're very practical, as we've mentioned in the past. So that was the discovery that these 50-year jubilees began run, clocking down 3,600 years ago. And ancient and, and Jewish, um, Jewish, how would I say, Jewish wisdom and early Christian theologians all say that, that the crucifixion of Christ, which we believe was in 29 AD, was a jubilee year. And this makes it simple for everybody to understand. 29 AD, like you mentioned in the beginning of the show, um, 129, 222, there's, there's this 100-year cycle moving through time. And we show that it is a 50-year cycle where everything is cautious, where we have these um, golden ages. And we had that in America from 1938 through 1979, actually 1929 through 1979. And we're in this what I believe is the 120th Jubilee cycle. Um, 
in, in time, which now we're in sort of a sun-type cycle where time moves forward and things move much quicker, technology advances, and that's where we are um, right now. There is some anecdotal evidence. Um, forgive me for going, being long-winded on this. But, um, that, well, I'll just leave it there. That was the initial 100-year cycles. We show it on our website. We color code it. We, we show the patterns throughout time. Um, again, I'm long-winded on that one. Not at all. Uh, you know, just really quick comment here. Uh, Milton, you referenced as well uh, that regarding, uh, I, I guess you would term it your, uh, a duality type example. Um, uh, very recently, Glenn Beck, a sun type, or ENTP, like yourself, just merged with Mark Levine, who is certainly a father-type personality to form the largest conservative media company. Uh, now, that, that's very interesting as well, that appearing of abilities. Yes. Um, that was very interesting. And this, you know, this touches upon the 100-year cycles and and, the, and one of the greatest correlations, I, one of my favorite correlations in time, God leaves us clues to these God-type patterns. And we've reviewed them, and especially the last, our last um, interview, we totally reviewed them all. I, I, I let people know to go into the archives at, at the radio station um, because we went over them. But the, the, the relationship between Glenn Beck and Mark Levin is very reminiscent of the relationship at the beginning of our country between John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. John Adams was the field marshal, the ENTJ, who put together all the necessary pieces for the American Revolution, precisely in 1776, which falls on our 520-year patterns, but that's another story. Mark Levin is, in some ways, and Adams, he is. He gave the freedom to all. If you if you know about CRTV, you realize all the past um, hosts that used to work for Glenn are now we're now at CRTV because Glenn, contrary to what we would think, a Sun type um, giving freedom, the Sun type was actually trying to control things too much. Glenn Beck tried to control his talent. Mark Levin gave freedom to all his radio and television talent, and he filled up CRTV with all the best conservative hosts. Glenn um, learned his lessons. Um, it, it, is, it is this contrary thing. And here's a beautiful thing in history, like I was saying. John Adams and, and Thomas Jefferson both a father type and a son type, and it represents our, 50, our 100 year cycles. Both died exactly 50 years from July 4th, 1776. They both died on, on July 4th of 1826, exactly 50 years to the day from the creation of the American experiment. That is an impossible statistical amazing thing that these two primary founding fathers died exactly 50 years from the creation. A father type was given 50 years. A son type was given 50 years. It is it's anecdotal, but it represents the God type cycles of 100 years. And later on, if we have time, when we go into the 520-year cycles, I just want to mention now, the founding father of Israel, 
Simon Perez, whose name Perez means 500 singular, and it ties into our Mena Mena Tekelu Farson research, died at an old age, but he died on the 500th anniversary of the Mena Mena Tekelu Farson. The last founding father of Israel also um, his, goes into eternity, steps into eternity. At the, these, to me, these are impossible coincidences. I believe it is God speaking to us for those who, who are paying attention. Powerful points. And uh, also, Milton, I want to apologize to our listeners and to you. Uh, actually, I should have pronounced the name Mark Levin. It's not Levine. It's the Mark Levin Show. And I should have remembered that because it's extremely popular on TalkStreamLive.com and also, I believe, on Fox News. What a great show. He's a wonderful commentator and uh, analyst. Uh, and, of course, you're a marvelous analyst yourself. So let's go now to that uh, you, you're beginning to speak on your second um, co the 520 year many many take parsing uh, cycles of King's timeline could you give us details on that please yeah as, as I sort of jumped ahead uh, on there and I started telling you about how God is sending us these little messages through the names of people this has always been done Ju- Judaism the names given to people always represent a story. Um, they tell us the story. And much of the way that I, I, I read that piece from my website, all the names of, of the 16 personality types on earth represent the Father. They tell a story. And, um, and in the 520-year cycle, Shimon Peres, with his name meaning 500, um, living to a, an old age and passing away on the 500th anniversary, and, and this was really neat when Shimon Peres passed away. They had one of the last big funerals in Israel for him, the last founding father of Israel, and all the kings of the world came to his funeral. Um, it was, I believe, in November of 2016, the, at the 500th anniversary. And all, all, the, all the kings, all the presidents and prime ministers over the whole, throughout the world, were there. And Shimon Peres chose one song to be played at that funeral, and it was Yahweh, my father, the king, the only true king. So that just sent shivers down my spine, that he chose this song long before he passed away, and that it got played on Rosh Hashanah um, in front of all the kings of the earth, so-called kings of the earth, making a great statement that the only true king is my father in heaven. It, it, it was really a, an amazing thing, Shimon Perez, um, doing that. Now, this is what's interesting. The Mene Mene Tekelu Farsen code that we broke, Mene Mene means 1,000, 1,000, Tekel means 20, Farsen means multiple 500. Perez is often, you'll, if you re- do research on this, you'll find Perez written often as Mene Mene Tekel Perez. But see, that's incorrect. It's truly Ufarsin, multiple 500s, which translates to eternity is divided by 520s. This is basically we are showing that there are 520-year divisions in time. And what we show on the God-type time maps is that this 520-year divisions of time that we are able to pinpoint because of history, we're able to pinpoint these divisions in time, 1776, um, 1517, the, the 
Protestant Reformation, the end of the Roman Republic in 476 of the Roman Empire, the the Ides of March in 44 BC, a two brute when Caesar was murdered and began the empire, um, the 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 date of 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 Babylon's fall, of Babel's fall, Babylon's fall, and Nebuchadnezzar's death, all these fall on the 520-year cycles. And people can go out, do research, and find written documentation of these dates. Yes, you're going to find other dates also, but look at the totality of the pattern to understand that these patterns are true. They have been following on these 520-year cycles. And that is the reason 1776 was chosen. The final empire was, is, we are in it, we are one of the kings, the Anglo-American empire. It is a, division, it is a divided empire between Britain and what we call the Anglo-American empire, Britain and America. It went exactly 260 years to 1776, and then 260 years from 1776 brings us to 2036. We created that timeline. I had these two timelines. We, we merged them together, and then all of a sudden we realized there's a seven-year error. There's a seven-year blow in our timelines. The 100-year cycles ended in 2029, and the 520-year cycles ended in 2036. I drew and illustrated that big time map on my website that anybody can download years ago, and then I actually left it on my desktop for over a year because I left the top section empty and the lower left section empty because I didn't understand the seven-year um, missing period of time. These two timelines did not merge. And that's when, um, forgive me for going long on this, this is hard to believe, but I wrote an essay on that asteroid that went over Russia and everyone that blew up over Russia several years ago. I wrote an essay on that, and I had a tracking essay on it. On the day that asteroid blew up over Russia, my website blew up. I never had so many hits in my life. I was watching the entire map of the world with thousands of viewers on my website because of this little asteroid over Russia. And it was a week after that that my – and I, I saw – well, let me just go back. I saw what happened with just a little asteroid going off and the, the – the, 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 how people were scared, and all over Europe and Asia, I'm watching thousands of people on my website trying to find out information on this. I was, no, I was the number one Google um, um, essay article for that, for that asteroid when it, when it hit. And as we look at that, I saw, oh my gosh, look what a little asteroid caused the whole world to go crazy. It was about a week or so after that that my research partner called me and told me, Milton, I need you to look at this Apophis asteroid. And so I researched the Apophis asteroid. It arrives on the day that my time map blows at 2029 between the 100-year cycles, and it returns exactly seven years later when the 2036 cycle. It filled in the blanks, an asteroid of all things. And this is where we have told you in the past that asteroid is not an Earth-ender. I don't want people to be scared about it. But that asteroid is going to bring the world together under one leader. It is. I, I know a lot of my friends, and I used to be one of those w and waiting for, for UFO and, and, and how would we call it? Uh, oh, gosh, Patrice. I, I always thought it was going to be some type of 
UFO thing. It doesn't have to be. Folks, it could be as simple as an asteroid whizzing by our planet in 2029 and then returning exactly seven years later, and it may hit us on the return. That will cause people to attain immense power in this global government we have. And that is the 520-year cycle, and that is how it merged with the with the 100-year cycles, which represent basically human cognition and, and humanity. We are made in God's image, and God type shows that time is made in God's image as well. It is the same pattern of 5421. Oh boy, I really went far on that one. Forgive me. That's that was brilliant. And, you know, in past interviews, uh, we've discussed that uh, some scientists at MIT have claimed that a pulse's uh, pass in 2029 will be very, very close, so close that our Earth's gravity may perturb its current orbit for its then return seven years later in 2036. Really fascinating. And another point about your research that always, uh, oh, well, no, I'll ask that question later. Is the binary aspect, uh, the cognitive aspect of the codes, uh, uh, those really present very uh, unusual uh, features. And also uh, that concept, as you mentioned, that cognition is digital. Could you give some details on that? Um, let me, yeah, I think I can try here. Um, the initial breaking of the cognitive codes on God type, I realized that there were 16 types, and I created a, a quadratic table, and realized that there was a 17th type. The God type periodic table, which I call it, has 153 binary connections. It is a digital table that I created in my quest to understand human interactions. Now, I can't really... I wasn't trying to understand myself or each personality. What I was trying to do was understand the relationships between two different God types, or what we would call two different temperaments. And it all comes down to the works of Carl Jung and his breaking down of the four functions of cognition. Those four functions are intuition, sensing, thinking, and feeling. God type and I've been shouting this now for 10 years or so, God type claims, and I claim as a researcher, that thinking and feeling are the same thing. It is just the direction upon which we look. A thinker looks back to information that is already existing, and that is why thinkers tend to judge quicker. A, a feeler tends to look forward in time to the ethical ramifications of their decisions. It, it, it's, once you start thinking about this, you realize this is true, and it is showing up in movies and stuff, finally, where feeling represents looking forward. See, ethical decisions require us to look forward in time and understand, is my actions going to hurt someone? And, and sometimes when we, the more cold thinking function of humanity looks back, Sometimes we say it's cold, it's, it's rules-driven, and et cetera. Now, the thinking function, if you break it down, you understand that the thinking function represents the father and the feeling functions represent the son looking forward, the future redeemer, the coming Christ, 
and 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 the thinking functions represent the father, the the ancient of days. And yet, in the Bible, we are taught that the, they are one. It's throughout the New Testament. The Father and the Son are one. It is the same. It is just the direction upon upon which we look, and that's how our cognitive functions work. Sensing and intuition, for years I thought were separate. I realized, oh my God, they're bifurcated as well. Sensing is the holy, what we represent as sensing, which is 33.3% of the population, sensory perceivers, um, the performers, the promoters, the crafters and the, perform and the composers. Um, these are our artisans, our artists. They live in the moment. Um, Donald Trump, living in the moment. Um, they live in the moment. It is the Holy Spirit on earth. And intuitive thinkers, us crazy rationals like myself, who are inventors and engineers and, and, and architects, um, we look at time basically at all time. I always called it all time. I'm not sure the way to call it. It's sort of infinity. We, we look down from above and we see the beginning and the end and we make our decisions based on a bigger picture. It is rational. But it is thinking, it is looking back. It is not always as ethical as how the intuitive feelers look at time. And this is important. And, you know, let me step back and say, this was where we discovered the 100-year patterns. American history, because of technology, I, and I don't want people to think I'm just American-centered and, and I'm seeing what I want to see in America. We are the final, we are the, the last greatest empire, not the last, but we are the great empire right now. America has the high technology. Technology um, pr pronounces these effects on time because of technology, and it's, it's the reason for the stories in Babel. And as we've moved on in time, um, we can see the patterns of God type showing up. And so years, for years I've been saying that the, the, um, the great um, depression in America was eight years. And, and that's when I realized 1929 to 1938, the Great Depression was an eight-year period, and then we had this 42-year period of the Golden Age, representing the Father, and then we have this 33-year period, and then we're in the idealistic period right now, intuitive feelers, um, up until 2029, where idealists are battling each other right now. I, Patrice, this is a little discovery from just the other day. I finally decided because of all the work that Jonathan Kahn has done, if, if people need to look at Jonathan Kahn's work on... Um, have you seen Jonathan Kahn's work on um, what he calls the paradigm and the patterns of Jehu and Joram, how they rep they're basically... Uh, have you seen that, how they sort of represent us today and what's going on in politics in America? Have you seen that, Patricia? No, I've seen no other material from Rabbi Kahn. Please tell us about this. See, Kahn... In his latest, I, I'm, I'm going to post it. I'm posting it on our website, his, his, his best interview, and it's, it's a great interview. He shows how the stories in First and Second Kings represent American history at this moment. Um, it, it, the stories of Jehu, Joram, Ahab, and Jezebel, all these personalities are representative in and kings today, and leaders of today. Not only are they representative, but the Bible always gives us you know, years of how long each person reigned. Jonathan Kahn points out that the reigns of all these characters represent 
all the characters from today, going from Obama, Trump, the Clintons, and even Osama bin Laden to an, an amazing. It is. It, it will shock anybody who 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 visits our website. I'm going to post that link there, so people can see it. As I'm watching Jonathan Khan over the years, I'm realizing God is just his 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 book, his Bible. Um on stories in first and second kings are just exact they're they're not just close they're exact and so the other day i decided to look and find out well is that eight year period that that helped me realize the hundred year cycles were real and happening is it 8.3 three years as, as as i claim and guess what anyone could look at it october 29th the great fall the great depression started and then i decided to research why did the great depression end and forgive me for sort of going sideways here. The Great Depression ended because America, seven years into the Great Depression, did something called gold sterilization. This is some deep information people need to study because it is probably going to repeat. And instead of gold sterilization, we're probably going to have financial sterilization in the future with what we call Bitcoin and these digital currencies. Seven years into the Great Depression, the, the, the period of the phoenix of, of creation and destruction, Seven years into it, the, the American Fed sterilized gold. Basically, they, they, they detached gold from money. They detached real substance from money, thinking that that would help end the Great Depression. It didn't. The, the Great Depression had extended another 1.33 years and did not end until February 20th of 2000, uh, I'm sorry, of 1938. And if you run that through a calculator, it is exactly 8.33 years. We have the actual end date of – most people don't know this. They always say, oh, it sort of ended around this time. No, we have the actual date that the U.S. government realized they made a mistake with gold sterilization, and they reassigned gold to the American monetary system. It was exactly to the day 8.33 years. And people need to study this because it is probably a pattern that will play out again except we will probably sterilize money altogether at the 100th anniversary of what happened 100 years ago. People need to look at that. And I went sideways there, forgive me, but now let me back to Jonathan Kahn. That was the reason I decided to see if, if my 8.33 year was accurate, because Kahn has showed so much how First Kings um, and Second Kings are simply peshers. Um, they are history, but they are hyperbolic history in the Jewish text. In fact, when I was a kid, I, I almost rejected the Bible because I read stories like First and Second Kings, and I thought, these are silly stories. Jehu, a, a man running a, a chariot race, becoming king, this crazy guy, and Joram, an Obama figure um, in, in history, and Ahab and Jezebel um, plotting to... To, to do immoral things in Jerusalem, which this, it took this crazy wild man, Jehu, a Trump figure, to bring down Ahab and Jezebel. It's a wonderful story. And I need to add this. Throughout all the years that we were doing our God-type research, Patrice, I told you with my research partner, and we get political. I, I used to be political. I've actually been a, a, a delegate, and, and I, was, I was political in my youth and my idealistic stage. But my research partner always referred to Bill and Hillary Clinton as Ahab and Jezebel. And, <laughs> and Jonathan Kahn actually points it out in his book, The Paradigm. So there's that. Went a little long again. 
Not at all. That information is amazing. And uh, now to further discuss the overarching uh, four-fold category types, uh, we had so much uh, was very engaging, let's say, in the past interviews to discuss uh, possible current examples of these types. Uh, for example, number one, uh, the father type, and uh, that's sounding uh, in Kiersey, the guardian type, uh, with individuals who um, are protectors. Uh, we had discussed that perhaps Judge Andrew Napolitano of the Fox News Senior Judicial analyst could be representative of that type. Can you think of other te- contemporary individuals who also might be a father type? The father types. Okay, this is great. I'm glad you asked this. Personality theory splits evenly, 50-50, between J's, judges, and perceptive folks, um, P's, uh, what we call perceptive um, folks. My first essay on God type years ago was an essay called, and people, it's still on there, it's all about time. And I see things a little differently than everybody, Patrice. I don't know why. <laughs> but I realize judging and perception is all about time. I realize that I'm the greatest procrastinator on the face of the earth. I take so much time to make my decisions as a perceptive personality. And the judges tend to always, and this is where you can see how judges look back, father types look back at information that they've already obtained to make their decisions and usually are quick to judge. Napolitano makes a great judge. You, a, a perceptive folk would not make a great judge. but It just wouldn't work that well. A judging personality would make a, a, makes a good judge. Um, I'm wrong because the sun type, um, perceptives can't be judges. Forgive me for saying that, but I'm just joking. But you can see that the judging and the perception, it's all about time. Judges make quick decisions. They look back in time. They are all father types. Now, I want to also say this because in God type, we use Christian Jewish terminology of father and son. A more accurate way for people to understand this, for, for women and so on, is that it's a parent-child relationship. And the parent-child relationship, to go back to the Glenn Beck story that I sort of went off on, is what's going on. Um, Levin, Mark Levin, is a father type who believes in freedom and, and all that liberty that Glenn Beck believes in, but he actually gives that freedom to his, to his um, talent. Glenn Beck, I love him. He's my personality, and he ended up doing the same mistakes I did in business. I'm old enough now to look back and see my mistakes that I made. Even though I'm a perceptive, I still judge. And I still, um, you know, and judges still perceive. It's not like we eliminate that ability. We just are talking in generalities. And it's wonderful to see the the merging of these two corporate um, media companies. They are, I believe, will be the, the largest conservative media company as we move into these strange days that are coming up um, and where these, to, to, where as we enter the 2000th anniversary of, of the resurrection and the crucifixion. Um, I was going to make one more point, but I forgot, but I'll, let, I'll leave it there. Yes, the, the, there are father types and son types. We divide 50-50, and, and that is absolutely true on this earth. 
Well, you know, too, I love that example you have of Glenn Beck and Mark Levin as two individuals with outstanding talents and joining their capabilities uh, in their new initiatives. Now, oh, here's a second type, um, the Kearsey Artisan. You mentioned that, the 33.3% percentage of the population. And also, you noted uh, today again that President Trump is an example of this sensory perceiver type, energy type, spirit type. Now, uh, you know, you mentioned here that they're, uh, let me see, uh, that uh, they do perceive inequities as well, or I thought you did in some of the great essays you write. And of course, this week at the Korea Times, um, there's an article about Apple, the sale of its iPhones being hurt. Uh, there's a they reference uh, here the developments with the uh, uh, concern of America over inequities in Chinese trade. Uh, President Trump really is perceiving um, all these currents and uh, interesting factual situations. Uh, also, there's an aspect uh, to this type of being in the center of. Uh, time and space. Am I correct on that? Yes. For, 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 for sensory perceivers like Trump, they, they, they are definitely in the center of time and space. The, the SP period, um, we, we, we went over the 520-year timeline. We mm -hmm. went over the 100-year timeline and how they merge, and they merge beyond a shadow of a doubt. We reviewed how the founding fathers of of America lived exactly 50 years and died on July 4th. I mean, that's, in, that's crazy. People don't know about these things. I'm out there screaming these things to people. We reviewed the 500. We, we review all these things, and, 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 and we realize that and these patterns are just impossible. And yet Trump, I mean, to get back to Trump and get off that tangent, to get back to Trump being at the center of time, I was a never Trumper. I, I am. I was. Uh, people. Well, I'm not sure if I ever mentioned this. It's not on my bio. I was a delegate and I was a campaign manager for a man named Alan Keyes in 19 in 1999 2000. I had a dream around 1995 that we would have our first African American president in 2008. So I went. Yeah, forgive me. Um, I put four years of my life trying to put a conservative, God-fearing man into the White House and then realized that my dream of this African-American president ended up being um, President Obama. And I was wrong. And of all things, Alan Keyes, who I was his um, campaign manager in, in the state of Minnesota, and I ran his biggest website called declaration.org. I was the creator of DoVeRecreation.org. You will find the first references to Tea Party on that, on that website back in 1998 or so. I was seeing the future, Patrice, and I tried to bring in a, an African man. I realized I cannot we cannot change things on this earth. God has his set patterns on this earth, and we show them on God type. We do our best. We must fight for what we believe in. Um, People, I don't want people to think I'm this crazy conservative. I always tell people I am a liberal. The two most important documents on the face of the earth, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, 
are the most liberal documents on the face of the earth. Oh, my God, you're seeing my Glenn Beck and me, Patrice. I get emotional mm. on a few things. You've never seen this before on me, but it is true. Rightfully this is, this so. This is the, my Glenn Beck personality coming out. I fought so hard because I had that vision. And I created that website, declaration.org, and, and, and I am a liberal. I, I, I believe in, in life for children, and, and I, I am a liberal. I hate being labeled as right-wing conservative, which has been happening over the last, my whole life. I believe in, in our Constitution and the Declaration. They are the most liberal documents on the face of the earth. And that is why conservatives are simply trying to conserve liberalism. It's, people don't understand me. They think I'm crazy. Most people look at me like I'm crazy when I say these things. But I believe it is true. And I've seen it referred to by a few more people. Um, um, David Horowitz is the first man I've ever seen actually say what I say. He must be a similar personality to me. He understands it the way I do. Forgive me for getting emotional. But I've, I've, I've learned that I can't change things in politics anymore. I'm not as idealistic as I was when I was 30, but I still, we still must continue to fight for our ideals on this, on this earth. And forgive me for getting on politics. I try to avoid that, but I, there, there, I, I came out of the closet there. I was once a very staunch, um, actually a campaign man. It's the perfect job for an ENTP to manage political, a political campaign. Forgive me for going off on a tangent there. Not at all, Milton. You've made very effective points and beautifully uh, expressed uh, uh, your opinions there and experiences. Now, third type, which you identify as the Kiersey idealist, uh, the healer, teacher, champion, you mentioned here uh, that um, uh, that could, some of these great abilities um, really reflect traits attributed to Jesus Christ, uh, promoter, crafter, performer. Uh, let's see, I'm sorry, here are, the four, here are the four key definitions. Healer, teacher, champion, counselor. You believe those uh, four types truly represent Christ? Yes, it's so, it's so visible in our intuitive feelers. Um, they are the teachers. My, my sister is a teacher and she's the that intuitive feeler. Um, um, people, I mean, I've seen it. They, they are, INFPs tend to always be nurses and doctors. They're healers. ENFPs are champions. The ENFPs are, are, are one of the, um, the champion of the, of the intuitive feelers. They're basically Christ on, on earth. I mean, they just, want to rock the boat and change the system they much like the intuitive thinkers the the, the 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 idealist champion they're the ones battling each other now we mentioned this in the last interview um the it is these enfps they're the ones often leading the political campaigns and we got enf champ idealist on both sides battling each other out um, conservative and liberal democrat republican it's a bifurcated world um but fortunately for us, Christ redeems us all, whatever political party we are. The, the good Lord um, redeems us all. And um, yes, absolutely. The intuitive feelers are representative of, of Christ. Now, the intuitive thinkers, the four intuitive thinkers, they sort of have nowhere to put, we have nowhere to put them because they're outside of time. The four intuitive thinkers also divide up. And there's reasons. There's actual mathematical 
physical reasons on, on the pattern of the four intuitive thinkers such as me. And you just saw me get emotional. I am a bit of an idealist, even, even though I'm an intuitive thinker. And I tend to fall with the idealist. I'm sort of the intuitive, the ENTP tends to represent the angel Gabriel, tends, tends to be on the intuitive feeler side of, of temperament. Um, we sort of bring systematic order because we view time differently than intuitive feelers. The ENTJ brings systematic order to the SJs. The, and so he's really an S, the ENTJ is really more in that blue pattern, the father type SJs. The INTP architect, um, the, the Einsteins and so on, they, they're in touch with the earth just like the SPs. They're sort of the, they're sort of the you can put the INTP with the SPs when it comes to how you see them on Earth, and um, and that's you you have this um, fivefold. I we write about it. I have an essay on this, and Bollinger recognized this in his works, and it it shows up in personality theory. There, even though we have four temperaments, just like the Trinity, it is. Three is a fourfold temperament. It, 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 it works just like it, it is a picture of the of, of the Holy Trinity, um, personality theory on Earth. Thank you. Very intriguing. Uh, very intriguing information there. Now, the fourth of the overarching four personality types, uh, the Trinity type, uh, and you uh, mentioned that Kiersey would really uh, sound perhaps with the uh, Kiersey type of the uh, rational or rational focus individual, uh, and uh, that these individuals think from above. Uh, you mentioned examples, uh, architect, field marshal, inventor, mastermind with uh, Einstein as an example. Can you think of any other contemporary individuals who might belong to this type? Intuitive thinkers, um, this, there's not many of them. They're only one in 12 of the population. Um, they're the resonant factor. They, um, they are only one in 12 of the population. And Mark Levin might be an ENTJ. I believe um, we mentioned two of them, and I believe that um, Glenn Beck is likely an ENTP. Now, they can also be ENFPs, and, and I don't want to just say everyone's an NT. They could be a certain SJ. There, there are certain SJs that are similar to NTs and so on. But yes, I, I would say that Glenn Beck is, is a rational, and Mark Levin is possibly a rational, or an SJ guardian provider. Um, other rationals today, it's, I, don't, I don't know. You know where all the rationals are hiding right now, Patrice? They're in science fiction, film, television. <laughs> they're, they're the ones creating all these movies. Um, the, all the Marvel Universe, and these are, these are the abstract rationals. They're the ones writing the episodes for Doctor Who. And these episodics, these episodes in these movies are constantly, and this brings us to another part of God type. And I have a, I have a column on this. Science fiction writers are constantly leaking God-type patterns, this 5-4-2-1 pattern that flows through time, that flows through, through history. The 16.66%, which represents a 17, watch the Marvel movies. Thor arrives in the last Marvel movie and opens the gate to this world, this, this hidden world, which is sort of like the, the 
Atlantis or the Babel. It's gate number 17. That Watch movie after movie and you see the number 8.33 always showing up when people are talking about when all these science fiction movies on television, I'm overwhelmed with this, Patrice, because I know the numbers. I want people to just put those four numbers in their heads. 8.33, 16.66, or 17, 33.33, we all know that one, and the 41.66, the 42, which Douglas Adams ridiculed. If you enter 42 into Google, um, what, oh no, if you enter what is the meaning of life in Google, Google responds with the number 42. The 40, this is the 41.66%. Of the father of the father types on Earth, it is constantly being leaked through science fiction writers, and um, I just want people to be aware of that. It, you'll you'll love it. You just pay attention to all the movies you're watching if you're watching sci-fi. This is where all the NTs who see this stuff um, they feel it. They don't even realize they're writing it. I don't, it is not a cabal. I need to point this out. It is not this cabal of Illuminati. I don't believe it's a cabal of Illuminati writing these things it is just the subconscious mind of of humanity it is it is the spirit of uh on earth that 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 disseminates this stuff and to go a little long in this we must be careful we are taught that there are two spirits on earth we have the fallen the spirit is it has been fallen and hijacked and we need to be careful where our information comes from the information from, from above is very subtle. It's, it's very quiet. It is that soft voice we may hear in the early morning hours. Um, it is, the Holy Spirit is, is not something where we may hear a dissertation. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm always not trusting um, people who tell me they have five-page paragraph teachings from God. I just don't believe it. I think the Holy Spirit works differently on this earth. So, sorry to be long-winded and go off on a tangent there, but there you go. Not at all. And I would really very strongly advise our listeners to check out your website at godtype.com. Uh, Milton, uh, would you like to point out any particular essays, further essays that you might want our listeners to check out, to review? Oh, boy, I've We've, we've reviewed so many of them. Um, um, I, would, I, would, I would recommend people to um, just review this, this recording and your archive of our last show, which went over all the big ones, all the, all the codes of God type. I have, a, I have a, an article on our page says, that is about all the um, essays I need to write. They're piling up the trees. I told you I was going to write a few over the Christmas holidays, and like everyone else, didn't seem to find time to as a procrastinator perceptive to ever to write those those essays I needed to write. But I, I do a synopsis of a lot of new discoveries there and um people can keep track of what's coming. Um on these 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 little discoveries are showing up everywhere. I'm gonna start writing more on what's going on in Hollywood because Hollywood is so disseminating these patterns of space and time. Um a key aspect, if people read some of my essays, is that time, this is important to understand, I'm certain of this, time flows in two directions. If we have two domains, and, and, and the subconscious domain that we can access in our sleep, and some people have you know, access at other times, is flowing in a different direction. 
And this will explain for people why that 42-year period of the golden age between 1938 and you know, 1929 that we had this great crash and then we had this golden age of America. What happens during that golden age, the father types that look back in time, they're in sync. They're in sync and everything becomes a golden age, a guarded period of time. When we entered the SP period in 1979-80 to the 2013, those 33.3 years with follows the percentages of personality. Those 33.3 years, what happened during that period? I've told you before, we had the yuppies living in the moment, everyone buying Mac mansions and bigger things than we needed. Everyone was living in the moment. Why did that happen? Because, because time was in sync with the SPs. And we are now... Yes. That's Sorry, just I'll leave it there. No, you're now, we're now what? Pardon me. Yes, we're in that. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. We're in that period. The the NF, the intuitive feeling period, where things are moving forward faster than any of us have ever seen. I believe if anybody thinks about it, that's what's going on right now. We are moving forward. The idealists, the intuitive feelers, and their champion on both sides of the political aisle are moving everything forward. They are in sync right now. And what's going to happen in 2029, 2038 is what Ayn Rand called. She wrote a book about it because she lived through 1929 to 1938. She wrote a book called Atlas Shrugs. Atlas Shrugs, her great book she wrote. It was a futuristic book looking at the future, and she called it Atlas Shrugged. Atlas Shrugged is the phoenix. It is when the intuitive thinkers who become, come in sync with the world, um, the creators and the destroyers, they become in sync, and then their ideas or potential energy will comes out in that period between came out in 1929 and 1938 and it will come out i believe again in 2029 when that first asteroid passes by and this 8.33 year period if you follow the biblical pattern um will be cut short as the bible says to seven years really? it actually says that that unless it was cut short, we would destroy ourselves <laughs> because technology in the hands of us, of, I hate to say this, my tribe, my intuitive thinkers, us, us engineers, us physicists, we, we create these people, we all create bad things that could destroy the earth in some ways. And um, Brilliant we know this. We know Brilliant this. findings. Now, uh, Milton, we're at the very top of the hour. Thank you so for sharing your research and findings with us. For our listeners, Milton's website again is godtype.com. And to our listeners, thanks for joining us this evening on Global Newsmaker Focus on KGRARadio.com, uh, KGRADB, your alternative talk radio choice. Um, and our guest again has been Milton Thomas Flitus. And so very much appreciated, Milton. Good night and great weekend, everyone. Mm-hmm.